Thank you. Arigato. The Your Own Pay Podcast Network. Inspiring, motivating, and educating entrepreneurs around the world. It's Demasi and Michael, just talking tech. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another Demasi and Michael, just talking tech Tuesday episode. This is yourownpay.com slash DM8. And we are talking about two-factor authentication on today's episode. Demasi, you can be followed on Twitter. How? At Demasi. D-A-M-A-S-H-E. You can follow me at Payone, P-A-Y-O-W-N. Now, for those of you who don't know what two-factor authentication is, I'm going to ask Demasi to take a quick moment to explain what it is and why you might want to use it with your online services. So, Demasi, what is two-factor authentication or multi-factor authentication? Two-factor authentication is just adding an additional layer to your login on a web service for authentication purposes. So normally when you log into a website, you give them your username and your password. Two-factor authentication is gonna add one more step and it's gonna be something only that you know or only that you have. Uh, Usually it's gonna be something that you have, which will be a device or app that generates a six-digit code that you have to type in that changes every 30 seconds or so, or a device maybe that you plug into your computer to authenticate yourself. And I'm gonna give you a quick example, Mike, that I think will really help break down how two-factor works and what it is really. I saw an example. You go to the ATM to withdraw some money. Well, you need two factors of authentication in order to get your money out of that account. You need to have your debit card, so that's something that you have, and you need to know a piece of information, which is your uh, four-digit PIN. Without both of those pieces of information, you don't get access to your money. Neither does anyone else. So someone can show up with your card, but they don't have the pen. Someone can have your pen, but they don't have the card. Same principle applies to using two-factor authentication on the web. You know your password, but you also have a device that generates a code or sends you a text message, that being your mobile phone, uh, that will give you that extra code that you need in order to get in. With two-factor authentication in combination with what we talked about last week, which is one password, setting unique passwords for each service that you use. So for example, my Gmail account has one password and my Dropbox account has a different password and my Facebook account has a third password. And if you're not doing that, go listen to last week's episode and we'll show you how to do it real easy so you don't have to worry about remembering all those different passwords. Using one password or unique passwords for each service uh, in combination with two-factor authentication makes it very difficult for people to be able to get access to your account. They have to have that phone or that physical hardware or that backup code that you need to get into your account. And that's something to be aware of is if you set up two-factor authentication and you misplace your device or you don't have access to get a text message, you still can get into your account if you do what I did not do. And that is you actually download the backup codes. Most of these services will give you four or five backup codes. You can use them one time just in case you don't have access to those devices. Then you can still get in because that's the code you'll enter. So uh, definitely make sure to back those up. Demasi, what type of services might I want to use two-factor or multi-factor authentication on? 
in my personal opinion, uh, I would say use it everywhere that offers it. The most important things, most certainly that you want to use second factor authentication on would be your email account, for example. So I have it on Gmail, your cloud store, so Dropbox, or if you use your box.com, whatever you use, your financial institution. So your banking services should at this point be offering you some way to have a second factor of authentication before you can get into your account. Also, as an Apple user, I have it set up for my iCloud and App Store accounts uh, so that, again, nobody's randomly, you know, purchasing apps on my behalf. I'm protected there. Uh, your social networks, because those are your identities online. People know you by your Facebook page, your Twitter account, your LinkedIn account. So you want to turn it on there. Any accounts related to your websites, your web hosting, you want to set up uh, second factor authentication there. It's very easy to set up a second factor authentication for your WordPress site for your admin login. So no one's hacking it. You know, it makes it a lot more difficult for somebody to hack into the back end of your website and start posting pornographic material on your educational website uh, for just for example. But aside from just your WordPress site itself the company that you're choosing to host your website with should also offer you a second factor authentication option because again getting access to the hosting company's login information still makes you vulnerable so anywhere that's that's of any importance like i said in the beginning really everywhere that offers it you should turn it on if it's in any way important to your business your personal information if they don't offer it shoot them an email hit them up on twitter and ask them why don't they you know, the one reason why I enabled two-factor authentication is I received an email from Google one day that said, hey, Michael, we saw that you signed in in South Carolina, but most of your activity happens in Oregon. And within about two minutes of me getting that email, I also received a push notification to my device because I did have two-factor authentication enabled on Apple that said, hey, you're trying to sign in to your Apple account in South Carolina. Would you like to authorize this? Wait, no, no. No, no, I would not like to authorize this. And so that's how two-factor authentication saved my iCloud account uh, and why it got enabled on my Gmail account. Now, uh, Demasi, we're going to have to talk more about the WordPress on Thursday. I'll show people uh, what you're doing and how you're able to enable two-factor authentication. They'll definitely want to listen to that. Before we let people go on this week, after talking briefly about two-factor authentication, do you have anything else you want to share? Uh, I'll just share a few applications that are uh, known to be accessible to me that work for uh, two-factor authentication. Google Authenticator is probably the most widely known of these because Google kind of pushed this thing into not necessarily existence, but more into the mainstream, more into people's focus starting about six or seven years ago. So there's a Google Authenticator app on all mobile platforms. Yeah, what the app that we talked about last week, One Password, supports that. There are some theories or some uh, opinions about storing your passwords in your second factor thing all in one application. Follow that accordingly. Do what you choose to do. I do so. Uh, you may choose not to do so. There's also an app called Duo, D-U-O. There will be links to this, all these in the show notes at yourownpage.com slash DM8. Duo is both a second factor generator uh, application but it also has another component that you may find yourself running into if you work for an enterprise company or you're building an enterprise type company uh, that gives you some super easy 
uh, ways to authenticate uh, very similar to what Michael just explains that happens with your iCloud account you get a pop-up notification that says hey you're trying to log into blank service in this location do you want to allow this duo does that for you as well although the service that you want to connect it to must support duo not everybody does but that's another application that is accessible so if someone tells you you need to use duo uh, you can trust that it is accessible Authy is an application that a lot of people use. I personally don't use Authy myself. Authy is a second factor authentication app. It will generate the six digit codes for you and it also stores them in the cloud so you can sync across devices. That's why a lot of people like that one. So those are some applications that you can use for generating your second factor uh, six digit codes as well as people also there are still a lot of services around that use text messages if you have an option between uh, sms messaging or a time-based token i would choose the time-based token method uh, over sms sms can be less secure uh, than the time-based method uh, however, if your only option is SMS messaging to get that second factor going, I would suggest signing up for it. Do something. I know that I right now am just using SMS authentication. I am not even using that time delayed authentication that Demacia was just talking about. I'm not using the one password, although probably by the time this episode airs, I will be, but I'm not using the one password authentication or Google authenticator. Uh, but I do have SMS verification enabled and having some form of two factor authentication is definitely Definitely better than none. So thanks for those, Demasi. You can get links to them over at youronpay.com slash DM8. And with that, you can follow me at Payon, P-A-Y-O-W-N on Twitter. And he's at Demasi, D-A-M-A-S-H-E on Twitter. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week on Demasi and Michael, Just Talking Tech. You've been listening to Your Own Pay Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, visit yourownpay.com slash cast for exclusive content and to contact us today. We're eager to hear your thoughts and about how you're making this podcast your own. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. The Your Own Pay Podcast, yourownpay.com.